It is championship weekend, and we've got it all for you next on Bleacher Creatures. Recording, boys. I gotta, you know, check back because uh, we just recorded the open and it wasn't recording. Um, but yes, I, sir. I'm going back to the dad joke. Uh, oh God! Did you know that there are more planes in the ocean than trains in the sky? It's pretty plain to see. That was that was the worst one yet. <laughs> Why would there be trains in that, the sky? Wait, that's, not that, even... that's irrelevant. It's just a. It's pretty plain to see. It's not even that. It's like it. It doesn't even have like. Yeah, it has a punchline, but like barely. I I don't I don't like that. I don't approve. Of that I one. hate it, but it's funny. It's that one didn't. That one made me mad. It's like a laffy taffy joke. Maybe no, worse. No, it's wait. No, it's wait. Way did you worse. come up with that one or you looked it up? Uh, I saw it on Instagram one day and I was like, boom, that's it. Oh man, that's that's the bar. That's the bar. <laughs> that's the bar we're setting for this show. Well, okay, since oh you my. since you two guys want to be so angry at my joke, I guess I won't give you the gifts that I have because I came bearing gifts because now we are in the Christmas season. What? Oh, looky here! Oh. Bleacher Yo. Creature official logo sticker. Give it here. I'm it on my computer now. I'm surprised you didn't see the one on the back of my computer right now. Well, I, it was turned away from yeah, me. I haven't looked at it yet. Josh is right there. I'll yeah, put I, one on the uh, on the Xbox, one on the computer. My uh, an associate of mine, my brother, will be making us the ones with the Spotify uh, QR thing on it. So when people scan it, they'll just be able to go straight to the podcast on Spotify. But um, they are a little thin. He did warn me that the the material is a little thin, so just be careful with it. But the next ones will be a better run. This was just a kind of test run, first run, if you will. Um, Josh, do you want me to put it on? Because you look like you're struggling already. No, I was trying to figure out where I wanted it. He wanted to figure out where he needed to overlap more stickers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one he could cover. I took a sticker off to put this one on. I'm not overlapping. Oh, no. Mine Josh is just only, completely overlapped. Josh only overlapped. Let me see. All right, yeah. Let me see. Not bad. Not a bad placement. That's good. I like it. You're not covering up too much, you know? Like, yeah. I have a table. You got to minimize the overlap. Stickers all over it, and they yeah. overlap. And it's good, but then you realize you're like, oh, that was a really cool sticker I just covered yeah. 35% of. But, you um, know the Parish Inc. Uh, Pelican, like the Louisiana flag? It's under here. Under a crab holding a beer that says Guinness. Yep. That's a cool I, that's, That is a cool that's sticker. One of my favorite. I think I've said this before. That's one of my favorite stickers. I think I said it on on air. Oh, it I could think be. that's one of my. I think that's one of my favorite stickers. You Josh look like has. a kid in a candy shop on them stickers. So happy. But yeah, if you want one, hit me up and I'll charge you five bucks for it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll probably give these one out this first run out for free, just because we want to spread the word. Don't be surprised if you see one on campus or in a bathroom near you. Um, <laughs> I love when I go to the bathroom in um, uh, Burke Hawthorne at UL and I just see the Nighttown sticker plastered. On the, everywhere, uh, it's it's everywhere. But I know the specific one. Last stall plastered on the toilet paper dispenser. <laughs> you know, we need th- uh, we need at least one at the beer garden. I know that's super specific, but that I, is I true. Feel like we walk in there and we look around for stickers. Yes, I very feel like true. We're not the only people that do that. 
So I agree. We should do that. Yeah. Well, now we got to go to the beer garden. Oh, sh- what oh, a shame. Wait. Oh, yeah, for me. Yeah. Because I have stopped drinking beer because I have put on too many unwanted LBs. <laughs> uh, but New Year's resolution. Pre pre New Year's resolution. Pre New Year's resolution, but I think I might break it for this month when finals yeah. are over and birthday coming up and Christmas. Look, gotta have anything is okay in moderation. Maybe not crystal meth. It but literally is. <laughs> like it's, it's you okay, for the dinger, huh? Right. It's it's okay in moderation, right? Obviously, things that aren't super harmful to your body. <laughs> I think they mean like chocolate. No, I mean beer, like a glass. You know, like a glass doctors, of red wine is actually yeah, healthy. Exactly, and like you know, beer. You know, it's not horrible for you if you have one. Yeah, it's not like drinking. But when do I just have one? When do we just have well, one? That, okay, <laughs> exactly right. But that's what you need to change. Instead of just <laughs> instead of just cold turkey, cutting it out, limit yourself to like five a week, right? I was like five at night. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, me, maybe me too. But you depending know, on the night, I mean, it, it wasn't really, just like a Tuesday night, and I'm just throwing back cores. Uh huh. Maybe. Sure. Well, I, I, would, yeah. I would never drink cores. Let's get that out of the way. Banquet. Hey, banquet. banquet cores. Banquet. Okay. Yes. Cores light. No. You I mean, I'll drink it. I I default to banquet in my head when you talk about cores because I've 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 shunted light out of my mind. Light, light beer, not a thing. Other than maybe Michelob Ultra, I'll drink. But because I've gotten more into like craft beers and you know indie beers, me too. We just worry. lost Michelob, about twenty fans. Michelob does not taste the same to me anymore, and it doesn't taste as good. No, me neither. I I cannot. I can't drink. I I said this literally yesterday. I know. I look at it, and it I makes me want to gag because I know what it tastes like. It doesn't make me want to gag. And it like when I see it, the can is appealing. Everything about it is appealing. But when I take that sip, it's like, oh, man, where's the flavor? See, even- <laughs> where's the flavor? <laughs> what is it? So looking at, okay, after drinking, again, after I hate saying the words craft beer because it sounds so pretentious. We sound, it sound but like, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Whenever you have quality beers, All right? right, boys, and I'm then- done for the day. Y'all can have this one. Yeah, he's going to go home and drink a rack of Keystone. <laughs> that, you, here, you want to crazy? Keystone is literally my least favorite. I have had so many horrible nights on some Keystone or Bush. Bush is light. Bush? God, that's cool. Bush and Natty, right? Bush and Natty are like, okay, right? That's like bearable. Never dabbled in natural light as much. It was always Bush and Keystone. I Keystone was brought to my house one time. It may and have been by me. They, <laughs> it was Eddie. Oh, of course it was Eddie. But I, I drank it right, and I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, this isn't that bad. And I was, I knew I was lying to myself. And then I had another one, and then I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna drink this ever again. Yeah, because this it, is that bad. It tasted like, it tasted like an attic. Dude, I've drank Keystones that have been in a refrigerator in a camp out in the middle of nowhere for over a year. Okay, I, I know that taste. It probably tasted better. It, it ages well. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that aluminum can dissolving into the beer really adds a certain uh, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> um, but no, when you like drink, and this is going to sound so pretentious, when you drink IPAs and you have that, you learn that bitter taste and you become accustomed to it, and then you go to like a, a Michelob or a Miller Lite and it's not there, it tastes like water. water. It gen- Like when people say light beers taste like water, it's probably because they're drinking a heavier. harsher, heavier beer. And it's true because I'm 
freaking 22 years old, and I know that taste because freaking. He said freaking. Freaking. Just making sure. I got to start saying freaking instead yeah. of freaking because yeah. when you say it quickly, it can sound like something else. That it's one like really fracking. sounded like it. So yeah, I, fracking. Oil fracking. fracking. <laughs> yeah, um, that one sounded a little rough, so I want to make sure. Thank you. But no, it, it definitely, going from IPAs to a normal beer, a light beer, it tastes worse than it did before, you know, when you had yeah. it the first time. Yeah. Um, but enough about beer. I want to say, and I'd like to apologize to Brian Kelly. Because I overreacted at the um, the hire of Brian Kelly to yeah, LSU. we got a little kickback on that one. Mainly well, from just one person. Who? <laughs> My friend Brian. He was oh. like, I don't agree. Well, like, okay. <laughs> uh, it was more so the anger of not hiring Billy Napier and snubbing him and not even giving him an interview. Um, yeah. That's what really just sent me off the edge because I, that was, to me, that was a ridiculous move. It was a bonehead move because... I think Billy Napier, obviously he's going to be at full. I think, obviously, Brian Kelly only signed a 10-year contract. At the end of this contract, he'll be 70. I don't think he'll extend that contract, even if he goes the full 10 years. No, probably um, But Billy Napier, because of his success, not just because of his age, I think will be at Florida longer. And mm-hmm. I think he will have a successful career at Florida, and that's why it made me upset, and especially because he's an hour down the road, and there's this whole ego thing of LSU not wanting to hire the UL coach. Because the thing is, if Billy Napier was the coach at Southern Miss, UL, even ULM, La mm-hmm. Tech, he would have been hired by LSU, or he would have at least been interviewed. So that's the thing that upset me. Um, I can't root for Florida. It's against my the, the very fiber of my being. But I will find a way to root for Billy Napier because I, I love the guy. I think he's one of the best coaches in America. Um, I think he should have been the LSU head coach. But that being said, I'm very happy with Brian Kelly. Um, I'm excited for this hire. And, you know, the thing is about Brian Kelly wanting to move from Notre Dame to LSU, people say, why would you want to do that? They're both kind of the same level, same type of facilities, Notre Dame's more historic, all of that hoopla. Um, Here's the thing. Out of 22 commits coming into Notre Dame for this next year, 18 are from different states. There's no talent in Indiana. Brian Kelly has to get on a plane to recruit everything. He cannot stay home. Louisiana has the most players in the NFL. Really? Yes. There is a plethora of talent in Louisiana. And Brian Kelly has recruited here. They're running back. I believe it was either this year or last year, is from Shreveport. So he knows how to recruit in Louisiana, and he knows that there is so much talent down here. Um, and, you know, one of the, the, the big things Brian Kelly wanted to fix was the offensive line, which I can't tell you the last time LSU has had a fantastic offensive line. Even in the 2019 season when we won the national championship and they won the Offensive Line of the Year award, I forget what it's called, they weren't that great. They really weren't. The offense was just that fantastic and outscoring everybody, and Joe Burrow could get the ball off so quick. And when he couldn't get it off quick, he was getting out of the pocket. Exactly. Um, You know, those fantastic Joe Burrow out-of-the-pocket runs probably wouldn't have happened if he had a good O-line that could block and sustain a block. Um, Thank you. But Brian Kelly said, "I, you know, when I watch tape on an offensive lineman, there's a certain attitude that I see, and I can tell it. And if I don't see it, I don't care if you're a four-star or a five-star, whatever you are. If you don't have that attitude, I'm not. That's the end of the tape. I'm not going any further. I did say, see, I think it was about Brian Kelly, that Notre Dame had, 
I think they have like nine or eleven NFL starters, like offensive linemen yeah. in the NFL. I, right I would definitely believe that. He knows how to build a fantastic offensive line. And that is something that has been lacking at LSU probably since the Saban era. Um, I don't really remember much about the 2007 national championship team, but I do know that those were mostly Saban's players that Les Miles coached. Um, so yeah, Kelly had extreme limitations at Notre Dame. One, the weather. Two, the location. Three, the food. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I mean, I mean, even Matt Mascona said the women. <laughs> that's not my. That's not my words. That's not my words. I'm just saying. But the biggest thing was academics. That's very true. Notre Dame is a. Very high academic standard. Yeah. So if you go, you find that kid you want, and he lives in Florida. First off, you got to make sure he can just get in. He has the grades to get in. You don't have those restrictions and those limitations at LSU. So it's going to be a thousand times easier for him to recruit at LSU. Oh, yeah, 100%. Another thing is he has the benefit of a conference championship. He didn't have that at Notre Dame. So that helps true. getting into the playoffs. Uh, it, it, I mean, truly, though, you can't go 12 uh, – you could go twelve and one and make it to the playoffs from the SEC, but you can't go probably eleven. I wouldn't say you could go eleven and two or ten and three. You have to make it to that conference championship, win it, and then get in. Um, but Notre Dame extreme limitations in recruiting, and a lot of people now are really upset at these coaches leaving early. Lincoln Riley, Billy Napier, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly's leaving a team that could potentially make the playoff. They won't, but they could potentially. Um, Lincoln Riley leaving OU, going into bowl season. Billy Napier leaving UL right after the conference championship tomorrow. If you want to blame somebody for this, do not blame those coaches. Blame the NCAA because they moved up the early signing period for recruits. So teams need a coach there. Nobody's going to sign for a team that doesn't have a coach. Mm -hmm. Or they could potentially not be there. They need them there to start recruiting as quick as possible get these guys in for the early signing period so they can have them on their team for the next year. And because the NCAA moved the date forward, it's their fault that these coaches have to leave early to get these recruits. Yeah, the NCAA has no real regulation. Like, no. They just they kind of throw rules at the wall, see what sticks, and then yeah, just hope it works out. Pretty much. I mean— if, because there's so many different entities that make up college football that you they can't really control all of them. They need to regulate it so much more. Yes. And I think with these three gigantic moves, um, Billy, Lincoln Riley, and then uh, Brian Kelly, I think the NCAA is going to look at this and say, okay, this made a lot of people mad. Um, we may need to rethink this early signing period so coaches can stay and coach their teams for their bowl games. Um Look, I wish Billy Napier was staying to coach the UL Bowl game, but the truth of the matter is he has to get to Florida and start day one building and getting those recruits in because, you know, you have recruits that are committed, and when you lose their coach, they're on the fence. They don't know what this new coach is going to be like. They want to meet him. They want to talk to him. They want to see, okay, this is who I want to play for. And if he's not there, then that recruit's going to say, well, I met Coach Saban at Alabama. I know he's still there. I liked what he has. You know, I liked Florida a little bit more, but I liked it under Dan Mullen. Right. I don't know if I like it under Billy Napier. Right. So I'm just going to go to Bama and play it safe. And that's the thing. You have to have that face there so they can talk to you, get to know you. And you only got, I think it's December 15th is the uh, the early signing day. I believe it's December 15th. So he's got 15 days. Or actually, 12 now. 
December 3rd, if it is the 15th. I should have done my research on that, but I believe it is the 15th. Um, in other news, Mickey Joseph, the wide receivers coach for LSU, kind of expected this, but departs LSU for his alma mater, Nebraska, to go be the wide receivers coach under Scott Frost. This is a huge move for Frost. Uh, Joseph has coached talents like Jamar Chase, DJ Chark, Russell Gage, Jack Besh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, could save Scott Frost's job in Nebraska. I think that's a gigantic move. Um, as I said, this is Billy Napier's, unfortunately. His last game in Vermilion and White. Um, I will not be able to go to the conference championship game. I, my teachers just decided to put everything for me the day, Monday and Tuesday, so I have to study, especially at this point in my uh, college career. I can't really afford to be failing a class. So y'all still go. Everybody still go out. Um, support the Cajuns. Support Coach Billy Napier. Do not be mad at him for leaving. Um, you had to know it was coming sooner or later. Um, but yeah, just wish him wish him the best of luck and hope he goes eleven and one every year with a loss to LSU. <laughs> Actually, hope he goes eleven and two every year with two losses to LSU, one in the conference championship. Fair enough. Um, we're, we're storming the field. I, I may we've go. Already, we've already decided. I we, may go. Like I'm, I'm so on the fence. I can't though. It's my sister's birthday. Why couldn't they have celebrated it Sunday? Because <laughs> that was the big thing. Because my dad was like, ah, I don't want to celebrate it Saturday. Because hey, her birthday already passed, but we just never had the day to like all get together and celebrate it. And my mom was like, why? I was like, it's conference championship day. She's like, oh, he, she won't care. And she's like, I'm going to care. Because I'm going to be watching some football. <laughs> uh, uh, we've already decided. We're going to get all the people around us. And we're storming that field. We're going to do gonna, our best. We're starting it. I'm so jealous because I really can't go. That sucks. All <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of the Sunbelt Conference Championship, number 24, 11 and 1, UL hosts 10-2 App State in a rematch for the Sunbelt Conference Championship. Um, UL won this previous meeting, 41-13. No, stomped them in the previous meeting. We did. We, we, we certainly did. Um, it it – it's going to be interesting to see if that team shows out for Billy's last game or they just phone it in. Um, you know, very real possibility. I think App State is going to come extremely prepared, more prepared so than they when they came the first time. Oh, definitely. Um, especially with all those penalties against UL for unsportsmanlike conduct and stuff like that and taunting App State. Um, I know that's a lot of years of frustration getting it off your chest, blowing them out. But that thing, like I said, it could come back to bite you. Oh, I know. Um App State's going to want revenge this game. With the news of Billy Napier, I don't see UL winning. I have App State winning 35-24. I'm nah, sorry. We're winning. I hope we do. I want nah. to be wrong. Like, this is a case where I want to be wrong. But it's very hard to beat a team twice. It is. It is extremely hard to beat a team twice, especially when you beat them the first time, 41-13. to And that get, that score wasn't reflective of App State's talent. I think Oh, no, not at all. That score was more, they walked in thinking, we won this game as soon as we showed up. And that bit them on the butt, and I think we may want to prepare for this a little bit differently. Um, we do not need to walk into this game thinking, well, we blew them out last time, we got it this time. We do not want to do that. Um, next up, we have the Big 12 Championship, number 8 Baylor versus number 5 Oklahoma State. And by the way, App State is the favorite in the UL game. I know. Um, 
Oklahoma State is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. If they win, they will jump into the playoffs without a doubt, uh, regardless of what happens in Cincinnati's championship game. If everything stays the same, if I believe the scenario would have to be Alabama would have to beat Georgia, Oklahoma State would have to win, and then I think Cincinnati would be out because I believe it would be probably Michigan number one if they win. Alabama 2, Georgia 3, Oklahoma State 4. They would not put Cincinnati in there with a um a Big 12 championship and a Georgia loss because they're not going to drop Georgia out of the top 4. Oh no. Um Georgia shouldn't drop from the number 1 spot. Here's the thing. I think if the only thing going for Cincinnati is if Bama loses, they're out. Right. So there's that open spot which Cincinnati would stay in and then Oklahoma State would jump in. Because people are saying if Oklahoma State wins, they're in, no matter what. Because one of the teams in the top four has to lose. Either Bama or Georgia, Michigan could possibly lose. Who knows, Cincinnati could lose. So it, it's it's going to get very interesting. Houston? Yes. It's going to get very interesting seeing how these games line up and the results and um, how this is going to affect the college football playoff. That's probably why you need more than four teams. Yeah. Um, it's almost like. There's a podcast out on the airwaves that's been saying this for, what? Since its inception. Since its inception. Uh, Dave Aranda, the Baylor coach, is in a championship game in his second year as Baylor, as the Baylor head coach. Um, I think Oklahoma State's going to win 28-21. And right. I think Oklahoma State will get into the playoff. Um, if there was a, a, a way, I don't know how it would line up, but if they had to decide between Oklahoma State or Cincinnati, regardless of the top three teams, I think Oklahoma State wins, even if they or gets in, even if they both win their conference championship. It's a Power Five conference. They have a more impressive resume. They have a win. They would have a win over a ranked Oklahoma, a win over a ranked Baylor. It's just more impressive. So I I, I don't see the point in Cincinnati moaning and griping when you can't compare these two teams. Um, speaking of that, Cincinnati's coach could be on the way out. Actually, no, what? he's not. Um, I forgot. Marcus Freeman. The defensive coordinator at Notre Dame has been announced as the school's next head coach. Um, he was actually going to come to LSU next year, and he chose to be the D.C. at Notre Dame over LSU. I said next year. I think I'm, I'm going to say last year. A um, lot of talk that we're going to get Luke Fickle from Cincinnati. Would follow in Brian Kelly's footsteps going from Cincy to uh, Notre Dame. But I think he's – well, obviously now he's staying. Um, but that brings us into – the American Championship, 12-0 and Cincinnati, the number four team in the country, takes on 11-1 and Houston at number 21. Cincy is a 10.5-point favorite. Houston's defense is not that great, but have beat the same teams by about as much as Cincinnati has. Um, do you really mean to tell me that 11-1 and Houston, who's only losses to Texas Tech, who has the same games against the same teams at Cincinnati, undefeated in all of them, the conference games, is really 17 spots worse than Cincinnati when they play the same teams and they beat them by oh. very similar scores? The Cincinnati slander every oh. week has but become it, a staple. But think think about it. Just because Cincinnati is 12-0 and and not 11-1, and that puts them four as opposed to 21? No, I know. If I they agree. didn't have that road win against Notre Dame, who I believe was not the best Notre Dame team that they've had in the past 10 years, they're not in the top eight. No, not at all. It's just ridiculous to me to think that these two teams have the almost identical resumes by almost identical scores. 
and they're that much better than Houston, I think Houston wins 45-35. And I think it crushes the little dream season in Cincinnati. And I'm, Blake, don't wave your hand and call it a little dream like that. That's At what least. it is. That's what it is. And you know what? Here's the thing. I want Cincinnati to get in so they can get absolutely demolished by Georgia. <laughs> and these fantasy things can stop so the UCFs of the world can stop claiming national championships that they never played in. So Cincinnati can stop moaning and griping about being in the top four when they're not the fourth best team in the country. Oh, I know. I know they're not. Just because you go 12-0 and doesn't mean you're one of the best teams in the country. you telling me UL is the, one of the be- top five teams in the country because they're 11-1? and one? No. Because they have a better record than, you know, teams five through six? Oh, no. I completely understand why you, you're as mad as you are. It's just, it's gotten visceral. The hatred. No, I know it's it. You're 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 seething. <laughs> Couldn't remember that word for a second. But you're seething hatred. It's just ridiculous There's, to me. You start like I because I, I can see the you know I can see like the the the, the levels the, the levels right and you'll be talking normally and you'll be like yeah well Houston and then you go well Cincinnati and I can see <laughs> that. and then every other word every like. The ten words following that are automatically like twice as high. Just going up an yeah. octave, and then you're, and then you know you calm down a little bit, and then you Cincinnati. And then you st- I'm sorry. I'm just I'm I'm ready for them to get in. They can play one of the big boys, get blown out, and stop griping. Because you got your wish, you got in, ain't got nothing to say. You were on the field, you lost by a lot, which you will. So I'm ready for it to be over. Um. Then we have the Big Ten Plus Four Championship. Um, number two, 11 and one, Michigan versus number 13, 10 and two, Iowa. Um, look, Iowa was the number two team in the country at one point. Yes, um, they were. Iowa has a stout defense, not a very good offense. Um, Hassan Haskins, big game player. We saw that against Ohio State with five touchdowns. Um, can Harbaugh pull it out? I think that's the question. Was the Ohio State game a fluke? We've seen Harbaugh's record against rival opponents. We've seen his record against Ohio State. He's never played in a Big Ten championship. This is going to be interesting. Is this team really as good as we say, or was the Ohio State win a fluke? Um, I think that this team is legit. I think Harbaugh and his boys will get it done. Um, I think Michigan's going to win 31-14 because Iowa's offense cannot score. Um, And Michigan is an 11-point favorite. And I wanted to uh, bring to attention a quote from uh, Jim Harbaugh about Ryan Day, the head coach at Ohio State. He said, sometimes you're born on third base and think you hit a triple. Basically (laughs) referencing that Ryan Day came into an amazing team and thinks he's an amazing coach because he coaches an amazing team. Man. That really makes you you really good quote. We we live in a society. We live in a society. (laughs) Um, Don't you dare. Speaking of coaches, there was one thing I forgot to mention. Um, you know, a lot of people are not happy with the Brian Kelly hire because they think it's not as big and as flashy enough. But it, it reminded me of things that happen in Europe in soccer. Sometimes teams will hire a manager to rebuild the team and then go get the guy who will win with the team. Because sometimes you have to change the structure and the identity and the culture of that team 
And I think that's what Brian Kelly is going to do. But he's also a big name at that, and I think he will win. I don't know if he'll win national championships with LSU, but he will put us in a position to win national championships. Okay. Um, it's a prime example right now if you look at a team like Manchester United. Just fired their manager. This is how big of a team Manchester United is. They got Ralph Ragnick, who was the full-time manager at Lokomotiv Moscow, a team in Russia. He's a great manager. He's a German manager. Fantastic. They bring him in from his everyday job to be the interim manager. They hired him to leave his job for a part-time job within a, a, a consultancy role two years after the, the contract, or the end of the season. They're bringing him in to rebuild the team, to change the culture, change the identity, fix it. And then they're going to go get a big name who can win with the team. Because sometimes coaches are better at rebuilding and changing all of the, the things that need to be changed, but they're not so good on the field. I think Brian Kelly is both. I think he's going to rebuild LSU. He's going to change the culture, and then he's going to win with them. And the, the team that the next coach inherits will be better than the team that Brian Kelly inherited. So I think he got the best of both worlds in Brian Kelly. Um, now I'm that glad be- you came around on him. I, I, I've been watching his interviews, his press conferences. Um, we got to work on his Go Tigers. Because you can tell when he says it, it's G-O, Tigers, not G-E-A-U-X. we got to work on that. Well, he was in, he was in Indiana for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh... He went to the uh, LSU basketball game last night and was firing up the crowd. But we got to work on that Go Tigers, Coach Kelly. It's clear you're saying G-O. we got to get you to G-E-A-U-X. Um, then we have the ACC Championship. And I've, I've noticed, I went back and listened to an episode, I have been calling the Pac-12 the ACC very frequently. Just goes to show you how forgettable both of those conferences are. Um, <laughs> then you've got number 15, 10-2 and two Pittsburgh versus number 16, 10-2 and two Wake Forest. Uh, Pitt is a three-point favorite. First ACC championship game since 2014 that Clemson will not be in. Um, this game has no implications on the playoffs. Not at all. Just a New Year's Six Bowl. I just put it in here because it is one of the championships this weekend. And uh, Pitt and Kenny Pickett win 38-17. Yeah, you could have left that one out. I could have. I also put in the Mountain <laughs> West Championship just because I had to get them all. The where? <laughs> Mountains in the West. Um, then we have the Pac-12 Championship tonight. Uh, number 12, 10-2 Oregon versus number 17, 9-3 Utah. Utah just blasted Oregon. Two weeks ago, 38-7. to seven. Um, Like I said earlier, it's hard to beat a team twice. Utah is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Close game, but Utah wins 34-21. to 21, uh, Punches ticket to a New Year's New Year Six Bowl. No, imp- no playoff implications. No. Um, Utah has some beautiful uniforms. They really do. They really do. Really? Uh, oh, we also have the Army-Navy game this weekend. Hmm. I, yeah. did, I, for- I completely forgot about that, that that's also championship weekend. Um, I don't have anything on that game. Go Army, beat Navy. Um, then we have nine and three Utah State versus number nineteen eleven and one San Diego State University uh, in the Mountain West Championship. San Diego State is a six point favorite. I have very little intel on these two teams. Uh, San Diego State though does have a win over Utah. Would probably beat Cincinnati. Uh, San Diego State wins forty two to ten. What you got, Josh? You look like you're deep Josh, in thought over there. Yeah, he even he missed the comment. Hey. It was the computer. It's not my fault. Um, Lost your voice there? Got a frog caught in my throat. Um, Yeah, I was looking at the Utah uniforms. They're nice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they had an aircraft carrier on them the last time. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, When they played Oregon. They are dope. All of their 
the USS I, Salt Lake City ones. Yeah, I'm, really tempted, cool. I'm tempted to call them colorways because of like sneakers, you know. Oh, you could say Color Rush, which was the NFL Thursday night game thing for a little while. Yeah, and now they're not Thursday night. They're just whenever Dude, the teams want to wear them. <laughs> yeah. And if the teams want to wear them because some of them were hideous and other ones were great. I mean, the Saints was just the away jersey pretty much. It was just white jersey, white pants. It was different gold, and it looks great. It looks better. I love our Color Rush jerseys. It looks better, but come on. Your Color Rush jersey is white. That's so boring. What else would it be? The Do black gold or gold. gold? We have all blacks already. What about all gold? Go all gold. I hate Or go all, all black and make the helmet black. Did I don't you know. not see the mustard bowl that was the Chiefs and Rams when nothing, they did their color rush? It nothing was terrible. beat when LSU wore their throwback jerseys, which was mustard, yellow, white helmets with the number on them when they played Mississippi State. I just remember Leonard Fournette absolutely mowing people into the ground, but <laughs> those jerseys were horrible. Um, next up, we have the Mac Daddy, the SEC Championship. It just means more. Number three, 11-1, Alabama takes on number one, 12-0, Dogs from Georgia in the Georgia Dome. I think it's the Georgia Dome. What is that stadium called now? It used to be called the Georgia Dome. Where the Hawks play? The Falcons. Oh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah, it's the Georgia Dome. Um, the last four SEC championships have featured the number one team in the country. Georgia is a six-and-a-half-point favorite, not something Alabama is very used to. Not the Alabama team we all know and hate. Uh, Bryce Young, not the best quarterback in the country, probably not the best quarterback in the SEC. Alabama's offensive line is struggling and will get torn up by Georgia's defense. Um, I mean, if you look at what happened when they played Auburn and LSU, LSU held them to six rushing yards. Imagine what Georgia is going to do to them. And then you've got an absolute monster on the defensive line, Jordan Davis, 6'6", 340. He's going to eat Bryce Young alive. Um... But Bama does have one key advantage in this game. And I think a lot of people are writing it off. That's Nick Saban. That is Nick Saban. Nick Saban is your advantage in this game. And he, if there is anybody in the country that can put together a scheme to beat Georgia, it's Nick Saban. So don't write Alabama off just yet. Uh, that being said, I think Georgia's going to win this game. I thought Georgia was going to win this game since like the third week of the season. Um, I think Georgia's going to win 42-38. to 38. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. A lot of people... I'm going to say 42-39. to 39. Okay. That's... that's Wow. Um, <laughs> a lot of people are picking Georgia to just absolutely blow Alabama out. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Saban would let that happen. Um, but yeah, I think Georgia's going to win 42-38, and Bama will be out of the playoff. That's all I have today for the college football preview. Um, Josh, I know you want to get into the Saints game last night. I got to be honest with you, though, before we get to that. I walked into my brother's room last night, and he had the game on, and I didn't even know it was Thursday. Like, I completely forgot the Saints were on TV. (laughs) That's how forgettable this season has been for the Saints. Yeah. Well, yeah, so last night, that was a game. I am disappointed in last night. The Cowboys. What was the score? Uh, 27-17. Okay, not bad. No, which is bad for nah, the Cowboys. Nah, they, they weren't going all out. They were uh, they were kind of pulling yeah, the punches a yeah, little bit. Yeah, Jackson likes to say they were pulling punches. Who? Cowboys? Cowboys. They weren't, they weren't pouring it on? Nah, they, they knew they didn't need to. Yeah, because when they started trying to pour it on, Dak threw a pick, but it's it's fine. But, yeah. Hey, I wait, wait, Pace them through four. 
Yeah, Taysom did. Oh, I'm getting to that. Don't wait a minute. Worry. Wait a minute. Cowboys won. You know what that means. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. Cowboys! I joined in on that one because I'm actually happy that they won last night. Yeah, you just want the Saints to tank. Yeah, I want us to tank and get receivers. He wants Taysom to tank. Well, he just doesn't want Taysom. Well, I expected the supposed number one offense in the NFL to come out last night and absolutely obliterate the Saints. I love that supposed. Yeah. You can't even just compliment them. No, because clearly they couldn't do it. They were pulling their punches. Yeah, dude. They, they already they had the win. They didn't have to go all out. They, they already were, had the they win. They had it in the bag. Hmm. Okay. I think us. They threw that pick on purpose. Hating on the Saints just for your my pure joy and your hatred of me. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep T-Bob A. Bear from coming on the show because I know he's a big Saints guy. <laughs> But, yeah, I expected them to go out there and absolutely obliterate the Saints, but what they gave me was a Dallas team that looked like they wanted to do anything but win. But they did, so. Yeah. Took a very long time. What are you showing him? Oh, it's a new beer. Oh. Sorry, I just wanted, I didn't want to interrupt. It's by just... LA31. Get this name. And, I look, I'm not making this name up. This is the actual name of this beer. Chocolate Salty Testicles. Tesh, as in the Bayou Tesh. As in Bayou Tesh. That's like one of their beers, testicles. I have a four-pack in my fridge right now. <laughs> it's hala- What a hilarious name, though. <laughs> the chocolate salty. Oh, just... Lord. I yeah. think that's a South Park reference. It is. Okay. All right. Come on, Cartman. But <laughs> you do have a striking resemblance to Cartman. There we go. But, yeah, old Taysom got the start. And for a minute there, he actually looked like he was going to be a genuine starting quarterback in the NFL. And I was starting to doubt my, all my previous convictions about him. And then the running back in a quarterback costume that I know and tolerate came out to play. And it started with great runs and, and hurdles. The, the running back in a quarterback costume. Yeah, but you said in who? You said in Tyreek? That I know and tolerate. Oh, I thought you said in Tyreek, like saying it was Tyreek Hill. Oh, no, 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 no. No, the one that I know and tolerate. Not know and love, because I I don't at all. But it started, yeah, with great runs and hurdles, and it looked like, you know, he might not be able to throw it all that well, but he he can make plays happen on the ground. And then by the end of the game, Taysom had thrown four picks. How is it possible that an NFL team can have a starting quarterback that cannot throw the ball? I mean, that's pretty much the first box you got to check. He's not a starting quarterback. Yeah, he's not a starting okay. quarterback. A backup he's quarterback. Third string. Who can't throw the ball. Well, he's first string now. Yeah. That's because they got tired. Of, they got season. tired of the Trevor Simeon project. Yeah. But I think everyone can finally agree. It's time we put the myth of Taysom Hill being a starting quarterback to rest and sequester him to a Swiss Army knife role that he's done so well in. Wow. I thought you were about to say. No, I thought you were about to say something else, but yeah. I like that. that was, I put that put sequester in there specifically for Jackson. Thank you. But sequester Grundle Plith MD, Adam State. That's a Key and West reference. Key and Peel. Key and West. I don't like you saying West. East and West. East and West. Well, you East said it West earlier. Ball. You said it earlier too. You said San Diego State University. <laughs> I, I caught that one. I chuckled. E- I, e- San Diego State University. Oh, you got torque, construction noise, Lewis. I don't remember his college. I don't remember his college either. Oh, no. But, yeah, with that being said, I kind of want to leave him in for the rest of the season to almost guarantee we lose out and get a high draft pick. 
And look, I don't hate Taysom as a player. I want to see him do well, but he's too old to be making these rookie mistakes. And yeah, the defense looked great again. Marshawn got a pick off of Dak. The line was getting pressure on nearly every down. They did their job, as they almost always do. And here's a little fun fact for you. The Saints yesterday were missing our, from the beginning of the season, QB1, running back 1, wide receiver 1, tight end 1, right tackle 1, left guard 1, and left tackle 1. That's how you win games. Yeah, missing 7 of your starters. When does it become like a question, like, what is going on in the Saints' like medical team and training team? It was the and- same thing last year with the 49ers. Like, why are so many people getting bit by the injury bug? It, I really do think it is just one team a year gets it. Last year, it was the 49ers. I don't know about that. I think you may want to look into the trainers. Maybe, but I I don't know. I can't tell. I mean, we, we've seen most of them happen. I like big conspiracy theories, so we're going to put it in a conspiracy theory that the New Orleans Saints trainers are deliberately injuring players. All right. They Get on the tinfoil hats. <laughs> they took Jameis's leg. Yeah. No, that was Devin White. They paid Devin White to do it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. They paid him. Maybe they're trying I'll to tank. I'll be on that one. Maybe they're trying to tank. Maybe so. They thought Jameis was doing too good. But, yeah, embrace the tank, ladies and gentlemen, because if we execute properly, we can come out of the draft like bandits and put an entirely new team, new and improved offense out there next season. And that's all I'm going to say about the Come Saints. out like bandits. Isn't that the Tampa Bay AFL team? Yeah. <laughs> but in a little bit of news, speaking of Tampa Bay, Antonio Brown has been suspended three games due to his fake COVID card stunt. There was a couple you guys other think play- about this? Well, there was a couple other players that got suspended with that. Yeah, I forgot their names, though, and this, they're not very important. Isn't this like Antonio Brown's eighth consecutive game missed or something? Something like that. Yeah, he's been hurt, and then now he's going to have three more that he has to miss. I mean, hey, try to to beat the system in the system hey, look, one. I know I know we said, man, nobody really knows who this this private chef is, right? He's probably really famous now and he might end up, you know, getting what's his name? No, I'm saying people know who he is now. I don't. No one does. I still don't know his name and I've done all of the research for the story. Well, he's probably <laughs> uh he may not be on this planet a lot anymore. That's fair. You know, we don't really know what kind of pull allegedly. <laughs> we don't really know what kind of pull these uh these NFL players have in that uh that scene, but I feel like he might be a little upset. Antonio, not oh, not the yeah. chef. Well, this is like Antonio's like probably twelfth suspension at this point. You think he got fired, the chef? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, he, he kept got him on. hired. He wouldn't pay him. He kept him on. He never got hired. Yeah, it's getting a little toasty in here. It is. I'm also wearing sweatpants and a hoodie, but it is getting a little. It's also like seventy five degrees outside. It's getting toasty. <laughs> I just wrapped around the, the microphone. Yeah, it's December the 3rd, and it's 75 degrees outside. I'm just wearing a sweatpant and hoodie as, like, wishful thinking. Yeah. No, I'm not. I kind of just get up every morning and hope. I just put on the clothes that I hope it feels like. Well, it rained a little and bit. And it doesn't. It rained a little bit last night. Really? Yeah. At least it did in Opelousas, which usually the rain brings some cold weather. Mm, nope. Nope. Sorry. Not this case. Not no. when you're in South Louisiana. It just brings humidity, mosquitoes. And yellow jackets. I, I've seen. Yeah, I have been seeing a couple yellow jackets. There's like a bush outside of my house filled I with. Hate them. You hate what? Wasps. Oh, I thought you. I sneezed. hate saying the word. Did you Wasps. sneeze though? Wasps. Did you just sneeze? <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? Uh, Wait, you sneezed? Yeah. God bless you. Bless Thank you. you. Thank um, you. When? Like 15 seconds ago. I thought that's what you were referring to when you said I hate it. No, you, I you know love that sneezing. Vince McMahon 
absolutely hates sneezing, and he does not allow people to sneeze around him. You literally can't control it. Doesn't matter. Okay. He will kick you out of the room if you sneeze in front of him. You want to know why he hates it so much? Because it's the one thing he can't control. Wow, what a what that a sounds, loser! That is so conceited. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would imagine he hates yawning too. Yeah, especially if somebody looks at him and yawns. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> that fire in those eyes. <laughs> and then he he gets one. He gets a little tickle in his throat. Oh man, I love sneezing. Though. I love it. It feels so. good. It's one of the most satisfying things you could do. It's a good sneeze. The worst is when it goes away. Especially when oh I know. Especially when you're outside. And you could just let it out, and there's nobody around you. You, you look up like, at the sun. You don't have to cover. When you actually just scream achoo. Oh, yeah. I do <laughs> oh, it. I do that regardless. Yeah. I don't care where I I'm at. I did just now, because I was trying to be considerate of the room. But Hey, I'll, I, well, I'll, you did good, because I didn't hear it. Thank you. I want to say, because I know you got to leave here at 1120, and it is 11 right now. I do want to get – I'll do the minor leagues before the trivia, okay. because I want you to have to do that. So, Josh, okay. let's well, get Let me get my picks real quick, and then that's all I have for the NFL this week. So, we got the Colts and the Texans. Colts are winning. Vikings at Lions. Vikings. You can take a little bit more time. You don't have to, like, speed run it. I'm just saying. I yeah. do want to. I mean, these two. First three, no one cares about. Giants and Dolphins. Dolphins. Dolphins are on a little win streak. Giants aren't. That's their little scrappy cat. Uh, Bucks scrappy and cat. That's going to be Josh's first t-shirt. <laughs> scrappy cat. <laughs> the Bucks versus the Falcons. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm tired of picking against them and getting it wrong. Eagles and Jets. Well, I say that. I say that. They're going to lose this You week. can hear the pain. Uh, Eagles and Jets. Uh, Eagles. Jets are bad. So are the Eagles. Why do I keep saying these things? Every time I say something like that, like snarky after. They're like, oh. No, they're they, listening. They they're listen. listening. Everyone listens to they're this like, show. all right, boys. And they're like, all right, Josh said it. Let's go. We're winning. I'm glad Mike White had that one game. Me too. And he's got a jersey in the NFL Hall of Fame. For one game. For one game, and that was the pretty much only game he'll ever play again. Yep. Great. Good on you, Mike White. Unless he goes to the AFL. Uh, then we got the Cardinals and the Bears. I think this is going to be a closer game than a lot of people probably expect. Is but Kyler Murray back? Yeah. Um, did you know? Their coach is Cliff Kingsbury, right? Yep. Um, he did not deny the Oklahoma head coaching job rumors. I don't think he's going anywhere. They well, he was the coach at Texas Tech, so he has that college experience. They like pl- flat out asked him, "Why aren't you deny- like denouncing these Oklahoma rumors?" And he just said, "I'm not talking about that." A little fishy. That's that's kind of fishy. Maybe he <laughs> maybe he just didn't want to uh, be like Lincoln Riley and say, "I will not be the next head coach at LSU," and then under his breath because I'm going to USC. <laughs> <laughs> just. I just USC. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the Chargers and the Bengals. This one is a really There's tough game to pick. Herbert versus Burrow. Herbert versus Burrow. Burrow all the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Joe. I'm going with the Bengals. Uh, Jags right. and the Rams. Rams. Red Wolves and Raiders. Uh, Raiders. That one's kind of hard to pick, too, honestly. The Raiders and the Red Wolves? Yeah. Because the Raiders either come out and play like incredible without their coach or play terrible without their coach and the Red Bulls have been kind of on a little tear so no I'm staying with the Raiders uh Ravens and Steelers Steelers okay finally got tired of picking against the Steelers no I kind of got tired of picking for the Ravens hey did you know the Detroit Lions had a better record in November than the Cowboys yeah 
Cowboys went 0-3. Lions went 0-2-1. Yep. They also had a better record than the Saints. <laughs> okay, that wasn't surprising. Back to the Aints. <laughs> at what point just, do you get out... the rest of the year, please. At what point do you get out the brown paper bag? Oh, I'm not. What if we go, like, this same record next year? I mean, I'll cry a lot, but I won't get a paper bag. Don't just, lie. Just be sad all the time. You know, I know we talked about it last night, but I really, really hope they end up being the Red Wolves. Me too. Yeah, they're going to. They're listening. We're manifesting this. They're listening. They know that we have just been sponsoring this name for this long. They're not going to betray us like that. They can't. I'm hoping they go with the brigade. I hope you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I hope they keep it. WFT. It that would, was the eighth option. And it <laughs> makes the most sense in terms of we already have the jerseys. No, I'm joking. All the graphics, everything. Presidents. What would their logo be if it was the president? I George they, Washington. I think they should be the Salukis. Mm, that's a hot one. It's a dog. That's <laughs> a hot take. It's right actually there. the mascot. I, I think it's like South Dakota or South Dakota State University. It's one of the Dakotas. Which, and there are like four of them. That's a cool I name. I don't know, man. South Dakota doesn't exist to me. Hey, I think brain. we should just merge the Dakotas. One Dakota to rule them all? I think they should just be Canada. I think we should merge the Virginias. I'm fine with that. Merge the Virginias. I think they were merged at one point, and they separated. I don't think it was an amicable divorce either. Well, it was well, West Virginia. I also Virginia. think I said amicable. I meant amicable. amicable. Yeah, you said amicable. <laughs> West Virginia was not one of the original 13 colonies. Virginia was. So they obviously had to have split at some point. Well, no, wait, never mind. They didn't have to have split at some point. They could have just made another Virginia. I think they made another Virginia. We could definitely merge Mississippi and Alabama. We could definitely look this up and stop speculating, but we're not going to. But gonna. that's so much less fun. We're definitely not. We could merge Mississippi and Alabama. They already are. I mean, yeah. They look, what, they're, they're mirror images. They're mirror they're, images, They're yeah. the same place. Yeah. They have this, I, whenever you're driving through it. Wait, if we merged them, they would be like a topless Christmas tree. Not topless as in like. Take your shirt off, like the. They would look like the yeah. They would look like a Christmas tree with the top Tosh. cut off. Well, Blake looked at me funny, <laughs> but no, he was looking at you because you were making a you were making a, a, a odd reference. I thought you were about to go not PG thirteen. No, top, what does that even mean? Obviously, like the top of the Christmas tree yeah. would be flat instead like, of pointy. But you're assuming that we thought that sh- like Christmas trees wear shirts because Blake was looking at me funny. <laughs> Don't look at him funny, Blake. <laughs> I always look at him funny. He's a funny looking guy. Hey. Thank you. Thank no, you. No, he's just a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> looking. Funny looking. No. Anyway, we have the 49ers and the Seahawks. Josh's grandma has to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> we have the 49ers and the Seahawks. I'm taking the 49ers. Seahawks are bad this year. I'm going 12th man. Legion of Boom. Cool. <laughs> and then we have the Broncos and the Chiefs. <laughs> we have the Broncos and the Chiefs, and I'm taking the Chiefs because the Broncos, other than Patrick Sartain and couple others aren't very good at football. You're talking about the Broncos? Yeah. And so you're taking the Broncos? No, I'm taking the Chiefs. Well, I, said I, the thought Chiefs. He, I, I thought he said I'm reading. No. I'm taking the uh, Broncos. No. no. I said I'm taking the Chiefs because other than Patrick Sartain and a few other Broncos, they're not uh, very good at football. Okay. Should okay. we all start talking like this? Yeah, what are we doing? An NPR station? No. Down to the whispers. All right. I will, I will cut this part out of the episode if we keep talking like this. <laughs> Why would you do that? Okay. Josh, continue. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Wait, you, you didn't get to the Bills and the Patriots. All right. Well, that's Monday night. I'm going to save that for Monday. That's Monday night. Okay. <laughs> this podcast is cool. There's, n- well, there's actually, not a good I, chance. I, hey, yeah, I'm going to be honest. 
Monday is final day. Yeah. Oh, you are correct. There's dude. not. Well, I was about to say, there, if we do an episode Monday, there's not a good chance that I'm going to be able to edit it and post it Monday. I have a final at 10 on Monday. I have final so. Tuesday morning, presentation Tuesday midday, final Tuesday afternoon. Mine are both two, two Monday, one Tuesday. I have I want it eight AM on Tuesday. I have That's horrible. Three Tuesday. My teacher for the last one is giving me the option if I want to take it Monday or Wednesday. I don't know if I'm gonna do either of those because I just it's kinda like I just want to get it done with. Um uh, but if I do Monday then it's not enough time yeah. to study. Um and then I have one it's like I could take it at any time between Thursday and Friday. Nice. Taking the Patriots. Yeah. Th- th- let's just say it now. I think that the best time for us to record an episode next week would be Wednesday. Probably. It depends on work. I don't know what our schedule is going to be because it's all getting shifty now. Yeah, because yeah. Christmas. Um, we're, I, out of cla- we're out of class now. I, I may need to check my work schedule, too. I, I could have one Wednesday. Um, we'll figure it out. We will have yeah. an episode next week at some point in time. We will prevail. Um, because after Tuesday, I'm I'm fine. I don't. Yeah, me too. The one Friday. We are inevitable. The one Thursday, Friday, is that one's going to be easy. Um but it's just, you know, when the, the available time is. But there will be one next week. If it has to be a recap and then a preview, the good thing is after championship weekend, really and truly the only previews we're going to have is talking about potential bowl games, who will be in them. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how our schedule kind of goes when football season is over. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Jackson. We've got 10 minutes till you have to leave. No, uh, we'll do minor league time first, though. Yeah, that's fine. Just to make sure. I ain't in no rush. All right. So, your four teams. Y'all ready? Four. Four. It hasn't always been four? It's always been three. No. Literally. It's been four. The last probably 10 times have been three. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I apologize. I could have sworn it was four. I didn't okay. mean to. It was easier. With I mean, three. I can take one out. No, it's fine. No, no, no. No. no, no, we no, no can no, you no, see no. from that angle which one's the real team? I see the back of your... Oh. Okay. All right. Y'all ready? Yeah. Always ready. All right. We have the Palm Beach Typhoons, the Delmarva Shorebirds, the Reading Grizzlies, or the Tri-City Flying Tigers. Man, this is a... That's a rough one. It's a doozy. That one really is. Say them again one more time. We have the Palm Beach Typhoons, the Delmarva Shorebirds, the Reading Grizzlies, or the Tri-City Flying Tigers. I'm going with whatever that second one was. Palm Beach Typhoons? No, that was the first the one. The Shorebirds. Y'all are going with Delmarva? Are you going with that one? I was thinking that, too, so I guess that. Go with something different because I'm all not right. comp- confident I'm, at all. I'm going to go with the Grizzlies. You're going with the Reading Grizzlies. You're going with Delmarva Shorebirds. Are we set on these answers? Yes, sir, Bob. <sighs> not the way you're saying it, but yeah. He always does that to throw us off. Go yeah, for but it. we're wrong. Three, two, one. One, it is the Delmarva Shorebirds. They are a low A affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles. Jackson, what are you, 11 and 5? Why did you make me? Why did you make me? I was going to say that. bro. That's why I was going to. I thought I was wrong. I was trying to help you. I thought I was right. And then you shunted my confidence in the drain. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. I thought y'all were going to go with the Tri-City Flying Tigers. No, that one sounded the fakest. Yeah. It was a flying tiger. There is an actual minor league team called the Flying Tigers. No, there's not. <laughs> okay. Flying Tigers don't exist. All right. Um, all right. Uh, trivia time. <laughs> a 
Okay. <laughs> Trivia time. Um, the delirium that sets in towards the end of episodes. It's, it's bad. It, it oh, really, yeah. it really gets always, there. Always the problem. Always interesting. Speak up. Bad. Stop right. doing the whisper. No. Which four teams? All right. Reel it in. All right, go ahead. Lock it up. Lock it up. Stop. Stop. (laughs) All right. Which four teams have never made an SEC conference championship appearance? A and M. All right. That's one. Kentucky. That's two. One of these answers should be blatantly obvious. We've referenced them being bad. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. I thought they made one. Nope. Oh, well, Maybe okay. in basketball. Vanderbilt. Okay. I was going to say Vanderbilt. So you got Texas A&M, right. Kentucky, Vandy. Who's that last? Who's the fourth? Is that Is that, are those three right? Those three are correct. Oh, wow. Okay. Arkansas has had to have made one. Arkansas has. Okay. Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Is that your final answer as well? Yeah, sure. Wrong. It isn't Mississippi. Ole Miss. It's Ole Miss. Your teams, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, ha, 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 Kentucky, and Vanderbilt. And that Texas A&M better get, used to, better get used to never making an SEC championship because they're not going to get there with Jimbo. Um, all right. Since 2010 – who has the most SEC championship losses? This is a good one. Here's a hint. Both of the losses, or all four of the losses, were to the same two teams. So one team beat them twice, the other team beat them twice. Okay, so. No, it's not Alabama, so they're in the east. They're in Alabama's in the West. West. I, why do I not know East from West? Um, yeah, Alabama's in the West, so it had to be an East team. Why are they in the West? That makes no sense. I don't know. Is, is, is LSU in the Wait, East? Wait, LSU's – why would LSU be in the East? That's what I'm asking. Your why SEC's, would Alabama be in the East? They're not in the East. They're in the I mean, West. I mean, why would they be in the West? Your Western teams are LSU, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Alabama, Auburn. And what's the The East is Georgia, Florida, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Tennessee, South Carolina. Oh. And Missouri. Nah. Now Missouri being in the East is whack. I don't understand that, that one at some all. Of them, I don't know. That just It'll probably all get changed me. when Oklahoma and Texas come in. They'll rearrange it, but that, it that sounds is sounds a little fishy to me. Yeah. But since two thousand ten, who has the most SEC championship losses? Man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's playing. It's so obvious. It's not LSU. No, it's not. Um, Georgia. It is Georgia. Let's go. Oh. You got to think. Okay, we know Bama has won one. Or tw- won a bunch. Who do they normally beat? Georgia. The two that LSU has been to, who did they beat? Georgia. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, Georgia lost it. And the funny thing is, both times they were back-to-back. They lost it in 2011 and then 2012 and then 2018 and 2019. And they'll, win, and they'll win this one. All right, that's my trivia. All right, man. So the East and West of the SEC. It's just, not. It's it not complicated. It's so not bad. complicated in the slightest. I, I know, know but it confuses the me. The so only bad. one that I would accept confusing you is Missouri being in the East. That's oh, the only man. one. Alabama's pretty Western to me. 
I mean, Eastern to me. <laughs> See? <laughs> I believe Auburn is more East than Alabama. Ah, it's all Alabama. Alabama's just, just East. You do know that Auburn is in Alabama, right? Yes, I know it okay. is. Okay. Just make it so, sure. That's why I just said they're both. All right, well, you just <laughs> asked me why is LSU in the East. All right, there was an accident. <laughs> I meant to say my, my mouth slipped. All right. <laughs> that was an accident. My right. mouth has been slipping the whole time. Okay. I, can, I don't know East from West. I don't know East. All right. Who's the only quarterback to play Super Bowls for four different head coaches? Oh, wow. Uh, Super Bowls for four different head coaches? Peyton Manning? It's got to be either Manning or... Um, Has Peyton Manning been to four? Yeah, he went to four. He's only won twice. Right. He lost to the Saints once. He won. He didn't win one in Indianapolis. Yeah, he did. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, they beat the Bears. Yeah, he won his first one in Indy. Then he lost to the Saints. And then, then he, he won... In no, he lost in to... Denver to the Panthers. No, to the, uh, to the Seahawks. Seahawks and, and then he won against... The Panthers. The Panthers. They got blown out by the Seahawks. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Um, I'm going Peyton Manning because I know he's the only guy I can think of that's been. I think the it's four. either him, maybe. Wait, I'm Is going him? Peyton. I'll go. I I guess I'll go Elway. It's Peyton. Okay. Oh, I didn't know if he had four different head coaches. Neither oh, did I. Like I. That, I like that one. That one. That one was. No, yeah. made y'all made y'all itch, scratch your head a little bit. Yeah. All right. Here's an anagram. Name right, the four coaches. Nope. No. <laughs> no. All right. Your uh your your team anagram. Seasonal, rest with a W W R E S T, in I N N. Seasonal rest in. Seasonal. Okay. My uh, about the anagram. No, it couldn't be. Never mind. Uh, seasonal rest in. I-N-N, so two N's, like an N. Seasonal rest in. W-R-E-S-T. Trying to make sure it's not, because it sounds like Oh, W-R? Yeah, because it sounds like a hotel. Washington Redskins. Yeah. No. No, that's not a team anymore when this was made. Seasonal rest in. It's It's not the Washington football team. No. Is it the Seahawks? Yeah. No, because Seattle has two T's. It's seasonal rest in. Seasonal rest in. Seasonal rest in. New Orleans Saints. <laughs> New Orleans Saints. Good job. Good job, Blake. Thank I you. I feel dumb. You should. <laughs> All right, last one. Fact or fiction? The San Diego Chargers mascot, Boltman, was designed by Stan Lee. Fact. I guess I'll go fiction. Yeah, it's fiction. <laughs> I don't know, it just I, I thought it was interesting. I, I felt like, you know, y'all are both Marvel fans. I thought that would be like a little I'm a, I'm more of a Marvel fan, but Batman is my favorite. I don't understand that. We'll so talk about that later. Well, who, who's y'all's favorite? It's so disappointing. Who's your favorite superhero? Batman is the most overrated. I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> who's your favorite superhero? No. Flash, not, not Batman. I like it, it goes Batman then Green Lantern. Yeah, I can Which one? Hal Jordan. Okay. I'm not going to accept that, but the fact that Batman's up there. I just like that the, so I've watched enough Batman movies, and the, the Killing Joke is probably my favorite comic book. That's why I like Batman. That's fair. And I played all the Arkham games. Jackson's mad. My disappointment. Who is your is favorite superhero? 
and my day is ruined. Who is your favorite superhero? Gambit. I like the X-Men a lot. And you come at me with Gambit? Yeah, at least he's kind of unique. Except for like, yeah, he has oh, magic playing cards that he can throw you, at you. You literally don't even know what he's what he does. So <laughs> he's the X Men guy. Like, Channing Tatum played him or something. Okay, yeah, this is why this is why I'm not having this conversation on air this because is a bad I don't, conversation I don't want to have to, on air because he's about to get actually mad. <laughs> I don't want you to. Mm-mm. Gambit is your favorite superhero. Batman is literally the most overrated. That's fine. Dumb, I would like, stupid head. I would like to. Ever. I would like to stop that conversation and just say I want to iterate that. Wally West Flash is my favorite. Yeah, Wally West Flash is the best. Okay, that's fine. I'm not mad at you for liking Gambit. I'm mad at you. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine, that, too. The fact that you step into this studio. <laughs> the fact that I allow hey, you. Hey, utter, the, all right. utter the words. Hey, everybody. Uh, thank you all for listening. We had Batman a great show today. We really, appreciate y'all, <laughs> we really appreciate you all tuning in. What? I think my uh, second we'll favorite catch y'all is Superman the next one. and Peace. then Iron Man. Oh, man. Get a life, Jackson. <laughs>